Today is Thursday, January 28th. This is TDAD Talk. I'm Finn Warner. Happening today in local news, the Los Animas County Health Department will not allow spectators at high school basketball games. What does this mean for seniors? And in the state, attacked in public, threatened at work, picketed at home, public health leaders have seen it all in the pandemic. And in national news, the Baseball Hall of Fame will not induct any new players into the class of 2021. Stick around for more. Today's podcast is brought to you with support from Moose's Social Club and Martini Bar. Located right across the street from our office, Moose's is a Chronicle News favorite. To order, give them a call at 719-216-3517 or visit them at 308 West Main Street. All right, let's check in with the weather. Today is mostly sunny with a high in the mid-50s and tonight will be partly cloudy with a low in the upper 20s. And for Friday, it will be sunny with high around 60 degrees, and Friday night will be partly cloudy with a low near 30. Now, here's the news. And happening in Trinidad on January 15th, the Los Animas Werfano County Health Department announced that no spectators would be allowed at winter sports in Los Animas County, dealing yet another blow to the athletes of the 2020-21 sports season. Yet the message that the Los Animas County Health Department is delivering to student-athletes and their families is confusing. In an announcement on December 31, 2020, Governor Jared Polish pushed 33 counties across Colorado from red on the state's COVID-19 framework to orange, relaxing many restrictions. This move put Los Animas County in a sticky situation. While case incident count in the county is well above the threshold that would put the county in red, restrictions reflect that of a level orange. The biggest discrepancy in the gap between case counts and restrictions. While public gyms can operate at 25% capacity, winter high school sports are not permitted to allow fans to the same capacity. The Colorado High School Activities Association has mandated that athletes participating in basketball and spirit wear a face mask while competing to minimize the spread of COVID-19. In the absence of fans, high school seniors in the Los Animas County area will play their final season of basketball and wrestling without the presence of family members. The Kim Branson Mustangs share just four seniors between the boys' and girls' teams. Following the health department's release, there has been pushback from the community to allow the eight parents to watch their children's final season live. And while Los Animas County does not allow spectators at home games, Kim High School parents will be able to travel 50 miles down the road to Back County to watch games in person. Primero and Kim will live broadcast their basketball games via Facebook Live. Links to the streams are on the school websites. Honey has set up an NFHS network account, and all basketball games will be live streamed to the site, and games will be saved for an on-demand streaming. Trinidad High School has not published a streaming platform yet, with games not set to start until February 6th. Primero, along with live broadcasting, will also have live commentary for high school basketball games. Kim Mustang's assistant coach Ben Doherty mentioned Kim's previous struggles playing at the Primero Gym, citing the unique home court advantage the Bulldogs have had over the Mustangs in previous years. Without fans this year, mental preparation is at the forefront of player readiness, said Doherty. Players will have to bring their own energy to dictate the pace of the game without the hype of local fans. As cases fall and COVID-19 vaccines are distributed, players and parents remain hopeful that restrictions will ease and the health department revisits their decision. For more on this story and what's happening in Trinidad and beyond, pick up a copy of today's paper or visit the Chronicle News website, thechronicle-news.com. And happening in the state, it has been another week of constant work, no sleep, and feeling beaten down by the job when Megan Hillman decided to take a break from her duties as public health director for two rural Colorado counties to do what she was trained to do but rarely can when bogged down in bureaucratic chores. 
take care of patients, reported CPR News. In late December, right before the holidays, counties had just begun vaccinating their most vulnerable residents. So Hillman, who's trained as a physician's assistant, went with other healthcare workers to a local nursing home to help inject COVID-19 vaccines to staff and residents. For Hillman, who heads up the public health departments in Prowers and Kiowa counties on the Eastern Plains, those were a couple of the good days interspersed with a lot of tough ones since the unruly coronavirus reared its head in Colorado in March. Public health directors like Hillman are exhausted after working around the clock trying to manage departments dealing with an unprecedented crisis. At the same time, they're working with razor-thin budgets after years of cuts and fielding criticism from citizens about mask requirements and other restrictions. In the state, more than 20 Colorado health leaders have quit, been fired, or are set to leave in coming weeks as the public health response to the pandemic continues to fray nerves. It's part of a nationwide trend, and the possibility for violence has gotten the attention of Colorado legislators. Legislators. Leanne Jolin of San Juan Basin Public Health was on a Zoom call with local officials about COVID-19 earlier this month when she heard a loud banging outside her home in Durango. The man was accompanied by about 20 people who were protesting restrictions like mask wearing and limits on indoor dining in restaurants, which are aimed at slowing the spread of COVID-19. Jolin told the officials on her call what was happening and hung up to call the chief of police, who sent officers to her house. She said the group left after a couple hours and no one was arrested. Jolin had faced threats before from both sides in her community, those who thought the restrictions were too harsh and others who thought they didn't go far enough, but this was different. Jolin said she felt sorry for her neighbors who had to endure the protests and the noise. She said if she didn't impose restrictions to try to limit the spread of COVID-19, she'd be negligent in her job. Quote, I don't love being in this pandemic any more than anybody else. I don't love wearing masks. I miss seeing my friends and family. I miss going over to people's houses. I miss hugging people. I miss eating at restaurants. But this is my job, Jolin said. That job continues to make her a target. A smaller group of protesters returned on January 24th. They yelled towards her house as they stood across the street. It's an issue state lawmakers plan to tackle when the legislature returns on February 16th. Democratic State Representative Yadira Caraveo of Thornton will be one of the main sponsors of a bill that seeks to protect the private personal information of state and county healthcare workers. It would give them the ability to remove their personal information from public internet records. Things like their name, image, email, physical address disclosing that information would be a misdemeanor. And in national news, the Baseball Hall of Fame won't have any new players in the class of 2021 after voters decided no one had the merits, on the field or off, for enshrinement in Cooperstown on this year's ballot, reported CBS News. Kurt Schilling, Barry Bonds, and Roger Clemens were the closest in voting by members of the Baseball Writers Association of America, and the trio will have one more chance at election next year. It is the first time the BBWAA didn't choose anyone since 2013. Schilling, a right-handed ace who won three World Series titles, finished 16 votes short of the 75% threshold necessary for enshrinement. He got 71.1% this time after coming up 20 votes shy at 70% last year. Schilling's on-field accomplishments face little dispute, but he has ostracized himself in retirement by directing hateful remarks towards Muslims, transgender people, journalists, and others. Bonds and Clemens made minimal gains and joined Schilling in falling short on their ninth tries. Both face suspicions of performance-enhancing drug use. Clemens has denied using PEDs, and Bonds has denied knowingly using PEDs. Schilling, Clemens, and Bonds will be joined on next year's ballots by sluggers Alex Rodriguez and David Ortiz. Rodriguez 
was suspended for all of the 2014 season for violating MLB's PED policy and collective bargaining agreement, and Ortiz's name allegedly appeared on a list of players who tested positive in 2003. It's the 19th time the BBWAA has failed to elect a Hall member and just the third time since 1971. With the Hall of Fame's era committees postponing their scheduled elections until next offseason because of the coronavirus pandemic, there won't be a new Hall class for the first time since 1960. And coming up in Trinidad on Saturday, February 6th, is the monthly Purgatory River Cleanup. The group will meet at 9 a.m. outside of Noah's Ark Animal Shelter at the Riverwalk Entry. A warning to those participating to wear warm clothing and appropriate shoes. For more information, call Julie Knudsen at 970-420-1915. And if you know of an upcoming event you think should be included on our podcast, give us a shout on our TDAD Radio Facebook page or call us at 719-846-3311. And for a deeper look into what's happening in Trinidad and beyond, visit the Chronicle News website, thechronicle-news.com, and don't forget to support your local journalism with an online subscription. And another shout-out to our sponsor for today, Moose's Social Club and Martini Bar. If you have not already tried their delicious Bandito Burger, I would recommend giving it a shot, but be sure to have some napkins handy. To order, give them a call at 719-216-3517, or stop by their restaurant at 308 West Main Street. That will do it for today's episode. Thanks for hanging around. This has been Finn Warner. Have a great day. This is Chronicle News Media.